Welcome to Beautiful Baggage, confidence, wellness, and wisdom through travel and everyday adventure. I'm Stephanie Martin-Taylor, your guide to this podcast journey. Thanks for joining me. Thank you for joining me on this episode of Beautiful Baggage. I hope you are safe and well and glad you can continue tuning in to the podcast. Today, even though at the time I'm recording this, we are still in the midst of a global pandemic, I still want to talk about travel because as I've said over and over again, it's one of the best personal development tools out there. When you travel with an open mind, it expands your worldview. It teaches you about yourself, your likes, your dislikes. It helps you be more creative and see new possibilities for yourself and others. But for most of us up until now, we've been living with a very specific definition of what travel is and is not. Meaning when we talk about travel, we mean physically going somewhere. And not just around the corner or across town. We mean going somewhere that's beyond the reach of our typical daily lives. With the help of some type of transportation, usually, we travel cross-country. We travel overseas. There's a very small subset of travelers who travel via spacecraft. Travel, as most of us know it, involves moving our physical selves from point A to point B. That's the basic definition. As I said in last week's podcast, though, it's not clear when we'll be able to travel the way we used to, and some things may be very different when we do begin traveling again. In fact, I read an interesting article today in the New York Times about the future of travel, and it had some predictions. I'll post a link to that in my show notes of today's episode so you can check it out. It's really fascinating. While we wait to see how all that pans out, a lot of people, myself included, are really sad about what's been lost. I've had to cancel trips to see family, as I said in the last podcast. I've had a few work trips that I was really looking forward to cancel. And my husband and I were going to spend a week this summer in Greece, just enjoying the sun and the beautiful blue water and the delicious food. Greece has some of the best food in the world, and I was so looking forward to that. And here I have to say that, yes, I'm sad, but these are very tiny sacrifices compared to the extremely tragic impacts of the coronavirus on people's lives and livelihoods. That needs to be acknowledged. But it's important for us personally to recognize that, yes, there have been lost opportunities in this pandemic. Things we were planning and looking forward to just aren't going to happen the way we thought they would. But rather than sitting around mourning travel, I've decided to think a lot about how perhaps this is a chance to redefine travel in some ways and celebrate what is possible and accessible right now. Thanks to live streaming and video conferencing technology, we can travel in a sense all over the world. I've been traveling quite a bit lately when I think about it, if you look at it through the lens of technology. Just last week, I went via Zoom to a surprise birthday party that was really fun. It was based in London, and most of the people on the call were from England. So I had this English immersion experience. Then later that week, I traveled to London again to go to a live-streamed yoga class that my brother-in-law's partner was teaching from their living room. I was physically in their home about a year ago, and while I was taking the class... I was recognizing the furniture and the back door window looking into the garden. I felt like I'd traveled there in 
sort of a two-dimensional way, but traveling nonetheless. Then I started thinking about why I love to travel to begin with. I love hearing different accents, being around people with a different worldview. And I love seeing and speaking with family and friends who live in different parts of the world. Live streaming accomplishes all of that. And if you remember in episode four, I talked about what makes a great adventure, what makes a great travel experience. One of the elements in that episode that I talked about was rich sensory experiences. That first glimpse in person of the Eiffel Tower, the smell of fresh jasmine in a flower garland in Thailand. They often give you flower garland when you arrive at the hotel. The salty sting of a mud bath on the banks of the Dead Sea. The bright, tart taste of Spanish gazpacho made from tomatoes picked fresh from the vine. As visitors from far away, we relish immersing ourselves in whatever is, for us at least, a novel or exotic experience. And our craving for that novelty is one of the reasons travel and tourism is an industry that generates an estimated 10% of the global GDP. So, okay, how do we recreate the rich sensory experiences that travel gives us? Well, thinking about it, in my personal life, if I wanted to, I could buy fresh lavender at the farmer's market. And that reminds me of Provence in France. By the way, farmer's markets are open here in California with social distancing in place. So I could do that if I wanted to. Here in California, I can also buy PG Tips, which is one of the most popular tea brands in the UK. And my husband, who's from there, will brew it for me in a china teapot I bought years ago in London as a souvenir. So I can have a little bit of a British experience again here at home. Through the internet, I can listen to music and radio from countless places around the world. And I can even Google something random like Portuguese television commercials and see exactly the same commercials I would see were I flipping through the channels on a hotel television set in Lisbon. And that's a place I've always wanted to go. I'm not saying that any of these things are a replacement for full physical immersion in a culture. But I do think the fact that there are now probably more than any time in human history, more ways to access and experience sights, sounds, smells, tastes, textures from all around the world is really exciting. So with a curious and open mind and deliberate efforts to really slow down, appreciate and enjoy whatever we can access from places we would like to go physically, we can travel mentally and emotionally and experience the many wonders the world has to offer. And that's something to really celebrate and appreciate. So going forward, how might you travel mentally and emotionally in the next weeks and months? Get creative, do what seems right for you, get on the internet, go down some rabbit holes, find a place online that gives you great visuals where you can hear foreign accents, foreign languages, or order something delivered to you that feels fresh and new and exotic to you. Try it out and let me know how it goes. Also, if you enjoyed this episode and want to keep following the podcast, don't forget to sign up for my newsletter. You can find it on my website, yourbeautifulbaggage.com is the address. Thank you for joining me, and I'll see you next time. Take care. Take care.